Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome in. Miller and Condon here on a Wednesday, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon and Ken Miller are here for the next couple of hours talking sports with you. Thanks for spending some of that period of time with us. BMW of Des Moines guest list. Uh, we've got the following uh, lined up today. Bottom of the hour, our bracketologist, Shelby Mass, bracketwag.com. He uh, does the brackets uh, for all the Gannett newspapers and Shelby, amongst others. Uh, but Shelby will be here at 1030. Obviously, question one is uh, localizing a little bit as I was State and what they need to do and how precarious is their spot in the bracket as we sit here today on February the 9th. So Shelby Mass will kick it off at the bottom of the hour. Travis Dvorak, our friend from Wild Rose Casinos, going to localize a little bit the sports wagering, the props. Of course, Wild Rose has DraftKings. They have Bet Rivers and Circus Sports. Those are their three partners in the state. So Travis will join us. What kind of um, tr- I'm not trouble's not the right word. What 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 do you think uh, Wild Rose on site does for this? Like a Prairie Meadows, sure. Locally, nobody watches the things. And I mean, at you don't go to Prairie, right? You don't go to Wild Rose. I don't think you pick up your phone and you go to your app where ninety percent of sports wagering now takes place. To even go to a, a trouble of, you know, putting up a few decorations, having a couple beer specials, a little food. Maybe invite some high rollers over there, do something like that. Maybe make it a special event only for some of your big wigs. That's probably the route to go because you're right. You know, people kind of have their routine to the Super Bowl yeah. anymore and be at a Super Bowl party that you have every year or something a little bit different where you just do it at home. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, you kind of get locked into what you do. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I wonder with the properties across the state what they do because yeah. we know Vegas is big, Ugh. but that's Las Vegas. Right. What's it like here? Yeah, what do you, you know do? what? And 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 with the expansion now, there are thirty states that are offering. It's 2018, folks. In in 2018, not that long ago, right? There was only one place you could legally bet the Super Bowl: one, Nevada. <laughs> Fast forward four years, and there are thirty states that you can bet the game. Um, but yes, to your point, Trent, Vegas goes all out. You can't mm-hmm. get a seat, and you have to buy your seat. Right. And it's not just like ten bucks. It's it's they're all packages. Mm-hmm. Your seat comes with. Yeah, we'll give you. A, what do they do? A pail full of Bud Lights or whatever, right, right. or a Corona or whatever, and uh, let you run through the buffet. But it's a hundred and a half, two hundred bucks. Depends where you go. Uh, but a lot of people, and it'll always be the case because it's still it's still a destination. It's an experience. It's an experience, yes. And I can't wait to experience it in about five weeks. Yes, again, we're going to be there. And we are. Yeah, there's something about it, right? Just uh, now we're gonna be there. Wait, well, I'm gonna be there way too long for 63 years old. I mean, five days in Vegas—that's that's a lot. That's biting off a big, pretty big chunk. But um, you already got your plan down. You yeah, I do. A little horse racing. First couple of days, gonna go laid back at the South Point, where you're kind of yes, you're in Vegas, but it sure doesn't feel like that, right? Because you're 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 on technically on the strip because it's Las Vegas Boulevard, but you're I don't know how far would you say from Mandalay Bay South? Two miles? Yeah, probably something like that. If you've been there, it's the uh, that the strip mall where uh, not the strip mall. What do you call it? The uh, what are those shops? 
They have one There's, in L2. Yeah, the one in L2. Outlet Mall. Outlet Mall. Thank yes. you. We're not big shoppers, I've no, come no, to realize. not at all. Uh, which is fine by me. We're both yeah. wearing free gear from KXNO right now. Right. Uh, That's what kind of shoppers we are. <laughs> uh, the outlet, the uh, outlet Mall is right across the street from there. So anyways, uh, we will talk to Travis Dvorak. And then in the second hour of the program, uh, our friend David Kaplan will be here. Centur- Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors Cappy. I guess the first question for him is, there's still, um, is it Bruce Levine, who's a MLB writer out there, and I think he's Chicago Bay, he's convinced Rizzo's going to be a Cub. Really? And as, as confident he is in saying that, Cappy is equally as confident <laughs> saying, you're full of crap. Right. It's not going to happen. You are uh, egging on an entire fan base of Cubs fans thinking they're going to get one of their own back. And there's, what's his term? No shot. No shot. No shot that that's going to happen. So Cappy will be at 11.05, and I think that's where we will start. And then Wade looking, Bill. Uh, we're going to save him until tomorrow, but, um, you know, I wanted to, well, it's still relatively in uh, people's mind, the Mac McCausland passing. Uh, of course, um, um, Wade's is a hawk, and Mac did a lot of those games, and what mm-hmm. did he mean? And we'll uh, get the lay of the land on the Big Ten. Big Ten was yeah, eye opening last night with Purdue. Would you go there? You know I have been slow to come around on the Boilermakers. I still have concerns about them defensively, both as a perimeter defense Mm -hmm. and then those big guys getting caught in in pick and rolls. And it's Mm -hmm. been a concern all season long. They can score with anybody. Offensively, they're as good as anybody in the country. But ultimately, we talk about winning four to get to a Final Four and winning six to win it all. And I just wasn't sure. Last night was eye-opening for me. Yeah, well, when when Ivy's going, he's a different team. And is it as simple as that? If Ivy's playing, because well, he's other one of those pieces, guys. but yes, Trent, yeah. I think it's I think that's not unfair what you just said. If Ivy plays at that level, they can win a national championship. Uh-huh. I think so. Not just get to a final four, win it all, because he is that good and that talented shooting ability coupled with the elite athleticism. Mm, he really is that he has. Good listen last night, Benetti and Robbie Hummel. That's pretty damn good. As good as we get in college basketball right now. Well, I like Schulman and Billis, mm-hmm. uh, and I not like me. Hummel and anyone. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Robbie Hummel is a star. He's Jay Billis. I think that's my favorite. Billis, I don't know. There's something about him. This is it the Duke thing? Well, that's part of it, probably. Yeah. Is it because he's incredibly brilliant? or He, think, he is. I mean, he's got Duke education. Come on. He is brilliant, and yeah. he lets you know he's brilliant. Yeah. And if you don't agree with him, you're not brilliant. Right. Very arrogant. Uh, opinionated. I won't go arrogant. arrogant. I see arrogance. All right. I'll go opinionated, but... Um, Give me Hummel. Yeah, he's great. Trent can't argue with you. He's really good. Um, I like Bardo. Yes. I like Bardo. An, yeah. Bardo's a good listen. Whether he's on FS1 or, yeah. or BTN. By the way, can you imagine? You've got to be um, the Don Cricky and Steve Tasker. <laughs> right? You know your NFL team sucks when that's the announcing assignment. Right, yeah. and, and can you imagine getting assigned Lincoln tonight, Gophers, Huskers, BTN, 8-Bell? Who's going to have that one tonight? Oh, well. But... Is it Provis? Because he know. does a ton of gopher games. Obviously, he's a maybe, Minnesota guy. Maybe. He's probably, maybe him and, was it Bahi? Uh, Nick Fr- Baha. Yeah, I don't know how to say his Fr- last He's name. from Omaha, yeah, though. B-A-H-E. That's going to be Baha. my guess. I'm going to go Provis and him. They're going to have the call tonight together. That's it, not going to be good basketball. No, it's it's not. It's I mean, Nebraska just getting smoked. How are they going? What's what's how's it going to work out over there? When does Nebraska play Iowa? This weekend? Yes, Sunday. Well, we better get Sipple on. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, because what are they going to do with Fred Hoiberg, who's owed $18 million? There's no getting away from this. 
I mean, I can't see Hoiberg doing anything that would void his contract. You'll get fired for being a bad coach, but mm-hmm. they'll have to pay you. There's nothing that you will do uh, that will um, you know, ease that $18 million you're owed. Admittedly, I've not been keeping an eye on it very close. Is Abel Massey still? Yes, he's still there. Yeah, is he? No, he's sus- back with the he's team. He's back with yeah, the team. Apparently, yeah, he. I'm pretty sure about a couple of weeks ago, he wasn't gone that long. Is there something they're well, digging for with cause? I, I, yeah, I thought that there was with him. Maybe that eighteen million dollars. Look what happened at Louisville and Chris Mack. Well, there are certainly there are certain. Well, that must be what's going on in Auburn, right? Yeah, with Brian Hart. Why haven't they fired? If they're going to fire this, it's almost cruel what they're doing. Right, right. And they're doing the same thing. It's with cause. They're yes. looking for they're something looking with cause. For cause. And then they can fire him and not have to pay him. Mm-hmm. Chris Mack, they said, you want to go litigation? We'll have to pay you whatever is there. I think it was about that $15 million, mm-hmm. Or we're just going to write you a check right now for four to go away. Right. I'll take the four. Yeah. Is that what Nebraska is going to be going I, through here? For $18 million, you certainly search. That's a big <clears> one. <throat> Although it seems like with Hoiberg, pretty squeaky clean. Right. I mean, doesn't he look like Now, I mean, there might have been some assistance on his staff. That, well, that's part of it. Yeah, but he had no idea. Uh, you can't do that anymore, though. You what, can't do that the, Where does the buck stop? Does it really? Yeah. they. Thank goodness they've changed that. Yeah. I didn't know. It was my rogue assistants that were doing everything. <laughs> I had no idea. I had Rick no Patino. idea. This was completely, completely news to me. All right, so we've avoided it for 10 minutes. Let's get oh, to it. Boy. And um, sorry, Iowa State fans, but we've got to come around uh, to discuss that, um, I don't know what it was, 40 minutes last night. Look, Trent, the team is... Here's what's unfortunate, not unfortunate. Here's what's clouding the issue a little bit. They were 12 and 0, mm-hmm. right? They were top 10 in the country. And where did this come from? And this is a team that, unfortunately, looks like they peaked about maybe a week before Christmas. It's fair. And, and now with the Big 12, and it's a deep conference, we know that. Mm-hmm. This team is out of gas. Uh, this team is. And I think that shows in a couple of ways. I mean, they gave up 79 points last night. Yeah. Iowa State gives up 70, north of 70. They're not winning. No, they're not winning. They can't score that many points. So when the defense goes away, and I think it's fatigue because it shows on both ends of the floor. They can't make shots save their life. Brockington had if two or three in the first half. It was, yeah. yeah. I think it was three. Mm-hmm. Now, conversely, Grill in the first half Went carried off. him. That that beautiful shot towards oh. the end of the half, coming off the screen, just yes. rising up, and and then he didn't score again. Shut that down. was it. Nothing in that. Nothing in the final twenty minutes. Coons had a couple open shots. Couple couldn't, open. Yep. Couldn't talk him down. Nope. It just. Kalsher was in foul trouble, but didn't make a point when he was on the floor. Right. Uh, which is you know, Jaden Walker, who I think it was was it Monday. I. I said to you, I wasn't. I didn't even remember he was on the team because mm-hmm. he never played. And he gave him some good minutes. Not bad, right? So that was the button. That was the button that we were wondering. Well, what can TJ do? Mm-hmm. Uh, that must be the button that was pushed. And for a little while, it you know, like you say, he gave him some good minutes. But defensively, I thought he played really well. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, it's not one of those big drop offs. There. What do you do? This you put Grill in the starting lineup, Kelsher to the bench, and you, Grill can guard you, Trent. He, he can. can, yeah. And then on the other side, you go and you put Verena Runa, put Kuntz in there. Okay. What does that team look like? I'd like to see it. I wouldn't be surprised if we do see it. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, Kansas State, you got it at home. Ken Palm has you favored by five. It's a game that you absolutely should win, even as K-State keeps fighting. Mm -hmm. Is that the time to hit that button, Mm -hmm. to go to the lineup change? And Gabe Kalsher, he's a veteran. He gets it right. I would think. He knows the numbers. Right. He's struggling to score, and they have to score. 
I think it's a pretty easy conversation uh-huh. with the fifth year senior to to bring it up and say, "Look, we're going to try this. We got to do this." This isn't necessarily permanent, but we have right. to do something. I mean, look, look. and he's still going to play for for sure. He's going to play. He's still probably what he played sixteen minutes last night. Yeah, foul trouble, right. but you know. he'll probably play more than mm-hmm. that off the bench, mm-hmm. though. Got to do something though. Because they just look gassed. Yeah. They look gassed. I think they expended so much energy, and it was you know as we come to see now, it was kind of fool's gold, right? Uh, the the record that they had take nothing away from them. those were good wins. Fan base got charged up. They needed to. It's been a long time since they felt this way. Um, they're 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 playing their you know what's off, but I just think they've hit that proverbial wall. It just seems like they're, they're on fumes. And before the season, they lost Hinson. That was yep, kind of out Hinson, of nowhere. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Xavier Foster. What happened there? Mm-hmm. And one other, right? Where did Foster end up? Nowhere yet. I, he I hasn't seen done anything. anything huh? Oh, and and Javen Johnson. Yeah. So those three guys you'd anticipate would have been part of this rotation. Mm-hmm. And you can argue varying merits about how much they'd be playing, but they'd be out there. They'd be options. And this is not a deep team. Uh-huh. I, I think you're right. I think they ran out of gas. And also look back, starting with the Oregon State game, second game of the season. Well, this was an Elite Eight team last yeah, year. Yeah, and right. <laughs> they, they were not very good. No. And they've been awful this year. Xavier has been inconsistent. That's a nice win, but Memphis has been a disaster this year. That's not quite as good. Creighton, a bubble team. Mm-hmm. Iowa, a bubble team. You look at the strengths of what they did during that start of the season, getting to 12-0. and Maybe not quite as good mm-hmm. as we also thought in the end of December. Trent, they are right now um, teetering. This this team, you hate to say their NCAA chances are on the brink here because they've still got all those quad fours. But right now, it's hard to find seven wins in the Big Twelve. Yeah, it's hard to find, and I'm not sure if you if you if you do get to seven, that that's good enough to get you in. I mean, they're going to be in the conversation, which is great, because this came out of nowhere. Right. It came yeah. out of nowhere. This was unexpected. And any postseason, any postseason, I think is a, a huge plus for this program. Mm-hmm. But what looked like, and this is because they teased the fan base a little bit, right? And the media all bought in. The media saw what they were doing, loved the story, because that's what we love, folks. We love stories. Yes. Right, no rooting interest, at least in this chair, <laughs> but certainly love the stories. And it was an unbelievable story that was being written early in the year. Now, the last couple of chapters have been a little difficult to read. Uh, they got some work to do. And K State comes in this weekend. What did you say Ken Palm's projected line will be? Iowa State by five. It's a big spot. Yes, I mean, it's, I mean the 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 race to seven. I kept reading it really begins on Saturday when they're home to K-State. Well, you'd like to have that one last night in Morgantown. Now, admittedly, Morgantown's a tough place to win. Yes. And I don't care how good you are or how good or well you're playing in your season. It's tough to go in there and win for whatever reason. Um, good teams have gone into in, in there. Not just Iowa State teams. Kansas teams yes. have gone in there and struggled mightily and got picked off. And Taz Sherman, he's a difference maker. Yeah, he was, right? Yeah. When he was on the floor last night, um, you, you've, you know, they got their guy back. They got mm-hmm. their dude back. So we'll see. What um, Are they a tournament team? Right now, you have, to, you have to make the call. This team going to the tournament or they going to the NIT? They're going to the tournament. Are they? They're going Still to the tournament. Still have confidence? They're going to find a way. And I think it might be at that 7-11 and 11 number. Mm-hmm. And it might be also having to beat K-State in the 8-9 game. To win, a game, to, uh, win to win a game, a game in the yeah. opening round of the uh, Big 12 tournament? Kansas State, they're winning. They're beating the Wildcats. They have to win this Saturday, Trent. At TCU, 
Mm. L. I think. Hope for Oklahoma. But K-State went into TCU and won this past they weekend. Did. They beat Oklahoma at home. They did. That was kind of the beginning of the skid. Remember that? Yeah. The final, I don't know what it was, eight minutes of that game mm-hmm. in Norman when it was really nip and tuck. Yeah, it, well, they have, to, they have to beat Oklahoma. Then they get West Virginia. Mm-hmm. On the road for K-State. Yeah. Put an L there. Yeah. Home for Oklahoma State and Baylor. So of the four remaining home games, K-State Saturday, yep. Oklahoma, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, at minimum. Can you win them all? I think you can. But at minimum, you got to be 3-1. and one. Uh-huh. Let's say they get three, yep. and then they lose all of the away games. That doesn't put them in. Then they're they're gonna they're at six and twelve. Six and twelve. Oh. And then you got work to do. Not only do uh-huh. you have to win the eight nine game, you probably have to beat the one seed, which is going to be Kansas in all likelihood. Yeah, or Baylor, and they finish the regular season in Waco. Yeah, dude. You figure by that point, Baylor's going to be healthy, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and Trent, there's so it's Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. So there's really, I mean, I, I wonder what what TJ's doing practice wise for this team. It I'm, can't be a ton. It can't be. No, you got to let up on these kids. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not saying that he's not, and he's the taskmaster by any means. It's just that he's got to read the room here, and I'm sure he's a, he's a basketball coach. Right. You, he has to know better than anybody that this team is gassed, totally gassed. They can't shoot. That's their legs. They don't play defense with the tenacity that they did. That's an effort thing, and that's a fatigue factor. And that's where I think we're at with this team. I really do. They can't make a shot to save their life. Brockington, when he's not going off for when he's not leading the team. Now, Hunter was last night. Yeah. I mean, he was terrific last night. He was really good last night. Still can't shoot it. No, but he got his points. I wonder to look into the future. Tame and Lipsy and him playing together. I think they're going to be fun. Great defensive guys. So you've seen Lipsy. I've never seen him play. He's thick. He can get to the rim. He can shoot a little bit. But again, he's not a great shooter. When you're out in the transfer portal this year, and you know they're going to be shopping around. Oh, for sure. That's what TJ does. Yep. Are you going to find shooters? Is that what it is, coupled with two guys that are really good off the dribble in Hunter? Yeah, guys that can make threes. You need the Jazz Kuntzes, the mm-hmm. t- you know, can stretch and, four type of Yes, guys. and you know what else? And, and I still think that this is the formula. Go find a couple of dudes in the Big Ten. Yeah. just because. Well, the Big 12 has kind of be taking a page from the Big Ten as far as physical play. This, yes. That's oh, why I love this conference as yeah. much this year as I have in a long time. It's the way that it's the style of basketball being played. It's got a little hockey feel to it some nights. It's physical. It is. So I was looking at some numbers uh, for the conference as a whole. And this is shows you just kind of in comparison to the other conferences across college basketball mm-hmm. where they are. Tempo, 23rd. It means they slow it down. Effective field goal percentage, 25th. Turnover percentage, 31st. This is a grinded out type of conference. That's what you're seeing yeah. now. You're a year out now. The Big 12 is the best conference for basketball. I mean, the numbers bear that out year in and year out that the Big 12 mm-hmm. is playing at that level. And maybe... But yeah, okay, go ahead. Finish your point. Well, it was just... We got so excited with the start. We knew the Big 12 was going to be good, and we just didn't realize how difficult it was going to be right. night in and night out. Right. It's a conversation we thought we there were some nights off. We thought yeah. K-State's a night off. Right. West Virginia's probably a night off. TCU stinks. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. They got to play, to play for. for. Right. And that hasn't proven no, out. No. Not, not at all. You've got to be ready to go. Yeah. And this goes back to our initial conversation with TJ in this league. You're hiring a guy that's going up against the best of the best every mm-hmm. single night. It's not just Bill Self, but you look around right. this league and the yeah. great coaches in this True. league on the job training. Texas is chock full of them. Yes. It's 
Not the place. The state of Texas, I'm referring. Jamie Dixon, the guy won at a high, high level. He's there, and he's considered what the eighth or ninth coach in this league, fourth in his state. (laughs) Right, right. It just it's a hard place when you know game in and game out you're going up against the best of the best Mm -hmm. and learning and understanding and doing that. This is a great first season. There's no way yeah, you can put yeah, Regardless of how you. this finishes, even if it's the NIT, this has been a great yep. first season. But you got to remember, this is what it's going to be going forward to. And even as the conference changes and evolves and you substitute out, you're bringing in BYU. Excellent <laughs> basketball program. Yeah. They are good year after year after you. UCF, a sleeping giant. Cincinnati, yeah. another great basketball program. When you're adding these additions... Go, go back to the state of Texas. You're missing a pretty good one that lives out there. And a Final Four team from a year yeah. ago in Houston. That's where you're adding to this conference. It's difficult. Yeah. It's not going to get easier even losing those two. Different conversation than football when you look at basketball. No, it is. Well, football's going to be pretty good, too, because yeah. since he can play a little bit... Um, Oh man! Well, we'll see. We'll see. They they, they spoiled the, the fan base. They got their hopes way. Uh, the expectations uh, became way too high. Not just the fans. Media too. We're guilty. We're guilty. We love stories. We thought we were watching and uh, witnessing an unbelievable story. Everybody bought in. Trent still got him in the tournament. I think it's. I think it's going to be tough. I think it means. And I'm not sure. Seven wins is a guarantee. No, it's not. I, if they get the seven, I'm not so sure that you can. Okay, go ahead. Start looking for plane tickets. Try to figure out what region they're going to be in. And Bubble thieves. You know, if Loyola does there you go. take care of business, mm-hmm. but then Drake or you and I wins the conference mm-hmm. tournament. You got two there. And then Murray State, who's in the top 25 this week, and they lose in the final of the Ohio Valley. And the WCC gets four or five as somebody pulls off an upset there. Same thing with Mountain West, and you start to go through, and a couple of teams from the ACC figure it out. All of a sudden, that bubble shrinks when you go into those bid stealers, and you're looking at it saying... All right, seven and eleven conference team. Even with the quality one victory, quarter one victories that they have, it's going to be tough. And even get to seven's tough. Yeah, that means winning every home game. They have to. They have to take care of Hilton. Take mm-hmm. care of Hilton. That means Saturday, K State. Then Oklahoma comes in the following Saturday. West Virginia follows up on Wednesday, and Senior Day will be Wednesday, March the second, against Oklahoma State. Take care of business there. I don't think there's much wiggle room. No. And then maybe, I don't think they're beating Baylor. Beat a TCU or beat a K-State on the home and uh, mm-hmm. at, uh, on the road, rather, and your your ticket's punch. But anyway, Shelby Mass will pick his brain. He does this uh, for Gannett. Bracketwag.com is his site. By the way, tomorrow at this time, we do it uh, seemingly every year uh, as a... Thanks, quite honestly, to our friend Andy at Claxons, who allows us each and every week to um, you know to give away Claxons barbecue in our final segment of the week. So as uh, Andy has done at Claxons over the last uh, few years, he puts together a Super Bowl package. So if you're you know got the family, if they're the neighbors are coming over and you're hosting, and you think barbecue is uh, maybe something you want to do, ClaxonBBQ.com. You can see the Super Bowl special. I think it's. So it's under fifty bucks. I don't think it's much under fifty bucks. But there's wings, there's brisket, there's pulled pork nachos. Um, it's a pretty good package. It's yeah. really good food. And Andy's going to come in tomorrow and tell us more about that. So uh, that that will be tomorrow. But Claxon's Barbecue. If you are putting together Super Bowl, uh, and if you still 
I have no idea what you're going to do food-wise. Claxton's going to look after you, but you have to order in, in advance. And if you would be so kind to help out a guy who really helps out our program by giving uh, us an opportunity 52 weeks a year to give away some of his fine product at Claxton's Barbecue. All right, uh, Shelby Mast, BracketWag.com is next. But prior to that, time for another $1,000 slam dunk. That's right. By the way, we've had nine winners in the building mm-hmm. yesterday. We had another winner yesterday. There are... Four stations in the cluster that makes up iHeart Des Moines. 10, 4, News Radio, 1040 WHO, 100.3 The Bus, uh, KISS 107.5, and of course 106.3 KXNO. Nine winners in the building. We've been blanked. Come on. Don't have a single winner on KXNO. Bus, yeah, they got somebody. <laughs> WHO's got a bunch. Even KISS got in the game. But KXNO. Nary a winner. See if you can change that before this ends. KXNO.com right now. Enter the keyword hope. Hope at KXNO.com. Miller and Condon underway on a Wednesday. Uh, Travis Dvorak from Wild Rose in about 20, 25 minutes. Shelby Mast is next. It's Des Moines Sports Station. 106. Biscus Jewelers in Ankeny. Now back to Miller and Condon. On 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM, here's Ken and Trent. All right, welcome back. Miller and Condit just past 1030 on a Wednesday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon and Ken Miller. Uh, Hour number two, David Kaplan will kick it off. Wade Looking Bill joins us as well right now, as promised. He's Gannett's bracketologist. He's our bracketologist. You can read his bracket, which gets updated each and every day. Although Shelby slept in a little bit five minutes before 8 o'clock this morning. Yeah, he's slacking a little. Uh, (laughs) Shelby Master joins us. Posted it last night, but I had a mistake and I had to fix it. Ah, okay. Well, we'll get we'll cut you some slack here, Shelby. Uh, we're getting our money's worth, no doubt about it. It is free, folks. Bracketwag.com. So, Shelby, uh, Iowa State falls to an eight. Iowa at a ten. We'll get to the Hawks in a second. Uh, Iowa State a road loss last night, uh, down to an eight, and I have to think teetering on the. Edge, maybe, or certainly getting close to either last four in or first four out territory, Shelby. How precarious is their spot? I think it's kind of precarious, but they still have a lot of good on their resume. I don't think they're in danger yet, but they got to turn it around quick. They, they, you know, the committee doesn't look at their conference record, but a three and eight is glaring and stands out. Speaking of that conference record, you know, kind of fast forwarding here a little bit, seven and eleven. There's talk they've built enough up in the resume that they'd be okay at that kind of spot. I know conference record isn't part of the team's sheets, but you see each game that they play, of course, on those sheets that each of the committee members members get. We've seen teams in the past get in with losing conference records, but usually it's an eight and ten, a seven and nine back when they were playing sixteen games. Can you remember an instance where a team was seven and eleven in conference play and got into the big dance? Not right off, but I, got, I think there is at least one, okay. and it was probably a Big Ten or somebody with an unbalanced schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big 12 doesn't play unbalanced, so that right. could end up, I would say, but it could also end up helping them. Yeah, uh, excellent, excellent point. Shelby Masters, our guest. Shelby, uh, Hawkeyes right now, they are... 
Uh, they're on the 10 line. I think in your true seed list, you have them as the 38th team. Uh, so they're still, they're, they're still okay. But Michigan, Michigan State loom. Of course, Illinois at the end of the schedule. Uh, when you, when you look at Iowa and their body of work, what do you see? They got some help the other night when Duke got picked off. They did. Um, I, there's not a whole lot of good on their resume. They've only beat Indiana who is projected to be in the tournament. Other than that, they have no wins over the projected field. Uh, their best win is Utah State, who's not a bad team, but that doesn't jump out at anybody. They've got all those quad one losses. They need to get at least one quad one win that is a solid win. Uh, I think they're running out of time, but they have opportunities uh that's gonna that's gonna come back to haunt them if they don't have one. They got Michigan twice, of course, mm-hmm. home and away. They have Illinois later on the season to wrap things up. Michigan State at home opportunities are going to be there. So one of the reasons, at least I believe, that Iowa continues to be so good in the metrics is because of their offensive efficiency year after year. Fran McCaffrey's teams are really good offensively. I know you don't have the full data for what the net is. It's still a cloaked secret under under everything that the NCAA won't let out. But how big of a factor do you believe that is, that efficiency numbers like teams some more? And then you look at a team like Providence, who's sitting at 20-2, and two, and they're down those efficiency numbers. Yeah, it, it boggles my mind how, you know, one thing that's helping out is those Q4 wins, quad four, they're all pretty much blowout. Mm-hmm. And that's... That helps your numbers. Uh, you know, look at Stanford. They had, uh, they've got a decent resume, but they're sitting in the 80s, and they only have three blowout losses to pretty good teams. But if those losses were closer, they'd be higher. And so I, I don't see how you can justify moving a team up or down based on how big the win is, uh, no matter the opponent. But that's what the net seems to do. Uh, true seed uh, with the with the one seeds for you. You have Gonzaga, Auburn, Purdue, and Kansas in that order. Did you uh, did Purdue move up yesterday? Did uh, did Auburn move down from your true seed, or does that uh, did that stay the same? The Zags they just crushed BYU on the road on on Saturday night. Auburn falls last night in overtime. Of course, Purdue had a nice win at home over Illinois. Uh, the one seeds, uh, what uh, kind of movement did they have uh, in in the since the last we spoke, Shelby? Uh, Gonzaga and Auburn were basically tied at one, and I don't have any way to do a tie. So I, <laughs> I basically last night, Auburn moved to two, and Purdue and Kansas were kind of the same way. And uh, Purdue won, and so they moved up. But those four, I feel, are pretty solid on the one line. We've heard a lot about two West Coast conferences getting multiple bids, maybe as many as four, both in the WCC, Gonzaga's conference, and the Mountain West. Where are we on that one and those bid stealers that are still going to be out there? That's another question, Shelby. But when you look to the West Coast, how likely is it that we'll see eight combined teams out of the Mountain West in the West Coast Conference? I would love it, and I hope it happens, <laughs> but it's going to be tough. Uh, Mountain West has got not three locks, but three pretty good uh, teams that you feel good about. San Diego State is kind of, they're on the bubble. They're my first team, and they need some more wins. They had a bunch of games canceled, so they don't have a full resume. But if they're able to make those up or whatever, they can can move up. 
And the bubble's looking kind of weak with Creighton in Oklahoma, West Virginia, not really doing all that much. So the opportunity is there. Um, West Coast Conference, they, they were looking really good until San Francisco lost at home last night to yeah. Portland. That was bad. But they, I've got Santa Clara in my next four out. Keep an eye on them. They beat St. Mary's or something. They've got a pretty decent resume. They might sneak in. They might end up being busy. I don't know. Uh, I want to go to the Missouri Valley Conference. You have Drake on life support. You only have one team, and that's Loyola. And it's, I think it's going to be a really good race. The Panthers are back in it from you and I, Mo State. Of course, Mo State and Drake, they collide downtown Des Moines tonight, well, the Knapp Center uh, t- tonight. What about the Valley? Any chance, Shelby? What would it take, I guess, for, for two teams to come out of the Valley? I think Loyola Chicago is the clear-cut favorite. Uh, not by a long shot, but they're the one clearly up top, and everybody's looking at them. I think if they get to the finals of the conference tournament and lose, they get in, and then the winner would get in. That'd be big news, certainly, for the MVC, getting that multi-bid league. We uh, started talking about Iowa State at the top. You go through this conference, it is so tough game in and game out. want to go to your home state, though, and talk about the Texas Longhorns. It's been an inconsistent season, Mm -hmm. certainly, for them. But what we saw out of them against Kansas on Monday, getting those pieces finally fit together. How big of an upside do you see for the Longhorns going forward? And a team that sits at 18-6 and six right now feels to me maybe their best basketball is still in front of them. Yeah, I think that that, that game the other night really impressed me. They, uh, they had been consistently inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they put it all together against Kansas. But, um, one of my best friends is a Kansas fan, and he picked, Texas by four, and I know Kansas wins going away. They got this. And the more Texas hung in, the more I felt they were going to do it, and they did. So that's the kind of win that can propel them up. I, I Who knows what their ceiling is? Probably three. Uh, they've got a lot of work to get there, but they can get up to a protected seat. Uh, my last one for you, Shelby. Uh, help me out with Kentucky because when I look at this team, at least the way that they're playing right now, I, I think they're every bit as good as Auburn in the SEC. They played earlier this year. It was their only regular season matchup, uh, and Auburn killed them, quite honestly. But, but I'm not sure they will again if we do get that rematch uh, in, in the conference tournament. Kentucky playing their best basketball uh, right now. What, what do you see when you look at uh, uh, Calipari's team? Is there a weakness on this team? Where can they be exploited? I think the weakness is what happened in Auburn. they got to get somebody hurt. <laughs> uh, they're just they're good everywhere, and then you got Sheway in the middle. This yeah, vacuum cleaner. They are. I think that have won that Auburn game instead of stayed healthy during the game. <clears throat> Unfortunately for them, the whole resume counts. Yeah, yep. so their preseason was not great. They didn't have any losses, but they played a bunch of bad teams. Shelby Mass, BracketWag.com. Shelby, you updated each and every day. You found a mistake. You went back in and corrected it this morning. But normally, uh, for you night owls last, uh, that are out there, about 11 o'clock seemingly every single day, that bracket is updated. BracketWag.com. Shelby will be with us right through Selection Sunday. Shelby, as always, thank you, my friend. Good to talk to you. Thanks as always, guys. Good to talk to you. Shelby Mass. BracketWag.com. Good stuff out of Shelby. Iowa 10, Iowa State on the nine line. One team from the Valley thus far. Let's get three in. 
Three from the valley. No, one, let's get three. <laughs> oh, in I the mean, state. In the state. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Because there's no way Drake would be the one. If Drake ran the table to the conference title game, still wouldn't be enough, would it? I don't think. I don't think I so I think either. they have to win. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, 1045. Travis Dvorak from Wild Rose. He just sent me some of the numbers as far as handle-wise, mm-hmm. uh, at least what they've done. Um, boy, it just keeps growing in our state. It's great. Now, admittedly, the, the the app was not. I'm not sure it was available for the first one. Was it? Yeah, it had to have been. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But, um, but well, I'm not. Well, we know Circa wasn't here for sure. Well, mm-hmm. Travis will join us next uh, as we continue on here. Miller and Condon are on Des Moines Sports Station 106.com. Back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Miller Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. David Kaplan in 15 minutes from Chicago. Cappy, sponsored by Centurion Stone of Iowa. Let's get our friend Travis Dvorak from Wild Rose. He runs the Jefferson property, one of three Wild Rose uh, properties in the state of Iowa. Of course, uh, Wild Rose in partnership with our friends at DraftKings, our friends at Bet Rivers, and our friends at Circus Sports. Three of the big ones all under the Wild Rose umbrella. Travis, Trent, and Ken, how are you, sir? Good morning. I'm doing good. How are you guys? Doing well. So we were kind of kicking this around earlier, Travis, uh, with 90% of all the wagering on sports done on apps um, where you don't have to uh, uh, set foot in the property, nor do you anymore to sign up, by the way, which you did early. Do you guys even go to the trouble of you know putting together a Super Bowl party at the casino for some uh, some of your customers who may want to, you know, experience the Super Bowl with other people. I mean, it's clearly not what it once was, I'm assuming. But what uh, what kind of events, if any, will you guys have in Jefferson for the Super Bowl? We are prepared for a Super Bowl party. Um, not sure what to expect. It was really big two years ago. Chiefs were in the Super Bowl for the first time in a long time. And then we had retail, but we didn't have mobile back then two years ago. Mm-hmm. At least DraftKings did. Right. And so we were pretty busy that day. And so we had, and and last year a little bit less last, but that was pre-COVID. Last year we had gone through COVID. Oh sure. Yep. And then all the sports, all these apps were popping up. And then so we kind of saw a little bit of a dip there, but we still had good business. Um, this year I think we'll see an increase because we're we're getting out of COVID. I know we're not out there yet, yep. but I think people are out more than they were a year ago. But we do. We're going to have drink specials. We're going to have food specials um, going on. We've got a retail promotion. You come in, and depending on the size of the wager, you bet 50 bucks on something, you get some DraftKings merchandise and $10 to eat at coaches. You make a $25 wager, we'll give you a $5 drink ticket. Um, we're also giving away um, shirts, koozies, cups, stuff provided by DraftKings. Um, and we also got something that you buy any sports ticket this month. So this has already started February 1st. Uh, we, we give you a code, and you go on your on your phone. And you're eligible for drawing for a bunch of DraftKings merchandise, and you don't have to be here for it. You just make a bet and and uh, take a picture of it on your phone or whatever. There's instructions here at the retail how to do it. And then on Monday, we're going to do some drawings, and we're going to text people and say, hey, you won, you won some DraftKings merchandise, you won some meals, you won some drinks, stuff like that. So so, so gonna, you do are doing, you are gonna, doing we're something. We're still going to hit it. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Well, the props are a big part of it. Now, in the state of Iowa, and states have different <laughs> jurisdiction. I know you, I'm sure you probably already heard it. Hey, why can't I bet the national anthem prop? Why can't I bet Gatorade color for the winning team? Explain the rules here in the state of Iowa for us, Travis. 
You know, we're still, and I say that we're crawling before we walk, walk before we run. When Iowa started this couple years ago, they, they took their time. They wanted to be very yeah. meticulous how they did this. So we kind of did the first step. And so a lot of the bets that you might see in Nevada and other places, you don't see them in Iowa because they were just, they wanted to make sure everybody was on board and get everybody on board, all the lawmakers and the public on board. We just had to be very restrictive, such as, you know, no no player profiting on Iowa team. And um, so you see things on individuals, so you can't do Heisman, you can't do MVP. But that might be changing, so, Travis. Is, is, is there... Yeah. Do you have that bill? I believe it is before the House, right? That you'll be able to bet on the Heisman or the NFL draft. I think that's... Is that due that, to come up? I think that's in committee right now. I don't know if that's been voted out of committee yet or not, so I don't think it's made the floor yet. But there is talk of cleanup bill where we can start doing more things like adding Heisman, MVP, NFL draft, and some of these other things. Uh, And and part of it is we put together a law, again, crawling before we walk, just to make sure we get something out there that people like, and then we'll adjust there. Um, There probably wasn't a whole lot in need of Gatorade and and coin tosses, although coin toss is kind of cool. But (laughs) two years ago, there was a big debate over that. When the first year came out, can we do the coin toss or not? And IRGC had had to go get a ruling from the county state attorney on that one. But you know, with laws, you got to clean up once in a while because they don't get too specific. So um, it, it's probably coming someday. Will it come this year? Maybe. It's not a big topic. It's not a – of all the things lawmakers are worried about, they're not really worried about Gatorade colors. Yeah. But you get a big enough demand. I, it's it's non-controversial. I think Brian Rocco said that to you on your program last week or so. If it gets approached, it's non-controversial. So I think it will eventually happen. And uh- I'm guessing. I'm not – I'm not so I'm real lawmakers cussing me out because I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Travis Dvorak from Wild Rose is our guest. Uh, so the legal, the estimates uh, across the country this year, legal wagering on the Super Bowl will come in somewhere around $7.8 billion on this year's Super Bowl. 2018, when Nevada was the only state where you could legally bet on the Super Bowl, the handle was $158 million. I remember for the longest time it was, is this year they're going to crack $100 million on the Super Bowl? And then they 2018, they got to $158 million. Um, this year, $7.8 Million Iowa, you sent me the number that last year, I remember uh, Orilco finding this for us, about $16.8 million was bet in the state of Iowa on the Super Bowl last year. i got to think we're going to blow by that number. Do you? And yeah, does the matchup so. matter? I mean, if, does it, if the Chiefs win it, would more money be bet? Or the, I mean, I hate to say the Vikings or the Bears, <laughs> but um, do, do the teams matter, Travis? Well, we'll worry about the Vikings when that happens, but... Um... <laughs> Um, I don't know. I That's the big question. Without the Chiefs and that bias you have in our area, is that going to matter? But, um, you know, you get, you get it statewide, and, you know, you go to Eastern Iowa, you're looking at Bears fans and, and, and Green Bay fans and, and all that stuff, and up north, the Vikings fans. So it probably doesn't matter. It's still Super Bowl. It's still the biggest game of the year, and it's mm-hmm. it's always the, the biggest bets. Um, but you've seen that we've grown in the last couple of years. Two years ago, the handle was about $6 million, but there was only one or two apps out there, William, the old William Hill and maybe a few others. Our draft kings didn't come until March and, and Bet Rivers after that and Circa Lately. And now we have, my last count is like 18 different mobile sports books. Hmm. And all the casinos now have a retail, which wasn't true two years ago or even a year ago. So 
And I think people are kind of getting more comfortable with it. People kind of, what is this? Should I do it? Should I do not? People are learning more about it. I think more people are liking it. Um, they're probably listening to you two on the radio talk about it and learning how to bet. And we're seeing more and more every every month we get a report, record revenues, record revenues. Mm-hmm. So I would be I would be shocked if this wasn't a record revenue for February. And I would be shocked if uh, this wasn't a record revenue for Super Bowl as far as handle. Uh, the Chiefs playing it maybe a little bit, but I just when you see how much is out there now, mm-hmm. I just I'd be shocked if we didn't see more growth. Uh, you've got DraftKings, you've got Bet Rivers, you've got Circa. Is is there another big? We only got thirty seconds left here, Travis. Is there another name brand that's not in the state um, operator that hasn't come into Iowa? Can you think of one? I'm I struggle to. There's two names that come to mind. Um, I've not seen WinBet come in. Oh, that's yet, a good one. I, yeah, yeah. But I hear that they're not doing as. There's been reports out there that they're not doing as well as expected. The other one is Golden Nugget, and Golden Nugget has a contract with Emmitsburg, and um, that's in the process. So we kind of hope maybe, or before you know, we can talk about how Golden Nugget they're going to be associated with Emmitsburg. But yeah, we're going to talk about Golden Nugget. So um, and they're going to do we're sports. Kinda, we're kind of getting down to who's left. Yep. Gold Nuggets going to do sports because I kind of got the win that they were casino games once that they become legal in the state. Well, I think that's still being sorted out. Gotcha, Travis. We're out of time, do, my friend. They do have a sports book app, but they just got bought out by DraftKings. There's yeah. kind of there's all that that they're working through. Good stuff, Travis Dvorak. Love picking your brain. Thanks for doing this for us. Best of luck at Wild Rose and Jefferson this weekend. Hope you guys are busy, but if not, DraftKings, Bet Rivers, and Circa has you got uh, got them covered. Travis, thank you. You bet. Yes, sir. Good to talk to you. Travis Dvorak from Wild Rose. Cappy kicks off Hour 2. Miller and Condon are on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Kicks and up.